Hi there, you're listening to the monthly podcast coming from the digital coaches of the Denver Public Schools MyTech program. MyTech is DPS's one-to-one Chromebook program for students at 14 middle and high schools. We're wrapping up year one of a three-year mission to get technology in the hands of every student. If you've been listening to our podcast, you'll probably already know what a digital coach is. But if you don't, I should tell you that digital coaches connect the potential of education technology to the reality of the classroom, so that all DPS students have both the access and opportunity to use technology meaningfully. Digital coaches support each of the 14 MyTech schools, and they have a simple yet critical role to support teachers in leveraging technology to impact instruction. We're making this podcast to tell the stories of transformational instruction happening right now in our MyTech schools. My name is Steve Holtz-Russell, and I'm the lead digital coach for the program and host of this podcast. I recently spoke with Alexa Schlechter, digital coach for South High School, and Sean Feldman, a veteran physical education teacher at South. In this podcast you're about to hear, Alexa and Sean share about the great things teachers and students at South are doing with technology. We recorded the episode outside a busy classroom at the school, so you'll occasionally hear the bustling sounds of a high school brimming with activity and energy. We're excited to share this story with you. Sean and Alexa, welcome to the show. Uh, how's one-to-one going here? I think it's going great. The uh, collaboration that's going on has been really, really done well with the kids. Here at South, teachers are really willing to take risks and to go outside their comfort zone, and the one-to-one environment really supports that. And it's been uh, really wonderful for me to see the transformation of both the uh, instruction, pedagogy, and student performance here. Sean, uh, give us a little bit of background. What do you teach here and how long have you been working at South? Uh, I teach physical education here at uh, South and I've been here for right around eight years now, but I've been in the district for about 18 now. Longtime veteran teacher in, in DPS? Right. So I teach lifetime sports, advanced weight training, and fit and conditioning. Tell me a little bit about the project that the two of you are working on and uh, how you connected. Well, the project started off real kind of small. I just wanted to uh, see if I could get a final for my students to where they could look at a person that has done a certain lift or exercise, and then uh, they would have to critique and do a compare-contrast paper for their final. The rumor had it I could go to Alexa so she could help me figure all this out, and we did that, and that's kind of how everything started. Yeah, it was a a really organic process. Sean came to me with an idea that he wanted students to be able to look at this exemplar and compare themselves and also to really incorporate writing. And immediately I was drawn to this because in all of my time as an instructional coach, I've not worked with a PE teacher uh, within the infusion of technology. So this was exciting for me and it, we started off small with students critiquing them, video them, videoing themselves and then critiquing themselves. And it just naturally morphed into how can we take away some of this scaffolding and, and provide a more rigorous experience for the students, but still making sure that the focus was on the instruction and on the, what the students were learning rather than just the technology. Right. Sean, you connected with Alexa because you'd heard that these are the kinds of things that she could work on with you. Right. Um, so. Once you actually did connect, then who, how'd you, how'd you define the, the roles and responsibilities? Well, basically, we just sat and talked together about uh, what we wanted to do and how we were going to plan it. You know, I've always tried to bring technology into my classroom, so I thought it was really important to uh, see if we can combine the two and go from there. 
initially when the project started, Sean was using his Schoology page, his course page, which students were very familiar with, and we thought that that was a, a, the natural way to lead into this, this video critique. As the project has grown, so, so have both of our skills, and we decided to stay within Schoology as we morphed into the um, collaborative nature of this project. And just as we scaffold with students, we've been scaffolding this role as well, where Sean's taking on some more of the tech responsibilities, right, right. and we are really looking to increase capacity for both for the instruction piece and for the um, familiarity with, with technology. What is the value of using video feedback in terms of these critiques that the students are engaged in? I think being able to see them do the workout and do the lifts that they need to do so they can critique what they're doing because you can't correct yourself unless you see what you're doing wrong. You can see what other people are doing wrong, but when they go to lift and do a certain exercises, they can't see what they're doing unless they're looking in a mirror and you know we don't have any mirrors and it's kind of hard to look in a mirror and lift at the same time. I thought it was really important to uh, get students focused on how they're doing and how their techniques work and uh, the prop using the vocabulary in the classrooms that we're supposed to be using and they were peer critiquing each other in the classroom. I've definitely noticed that students feel a lot more accountable when they are submitting their video submissions. Just looking at our the first round that we did with this where students were videoing themselves, uploading it, and then doing a self-critique, it wasn't that detailed and, and they did the assignment, it seemed, to, to complete the writing assignment. Now that they are critiquing students at another school and know that they are receiving critique, I've heard students say things like, I need to do that one over because they're going to be watching me and I want to make sure it's perfect. Having that, that global audience really pro provides students with the, the opportunity to put them, their best foot forward and to present themselves in a way that they want others to see them rather than just their internal self-reflection. I think one of the most exciting things about this project is the, the collaboration that you're engaged in with another school. Can you talk about what that looked like and how, how did you connect with uh, another school? And, and what is the name of the other school? That... It's George Washington High School with Coach uh, Steve Feinsilver. He's been around for like 42 years in the district. So we got Coach Feinsilver to step out of his realm and say, yeah, let's do this because neither one of us are real techie. So. It was really cool to see that Coach Feinsilver would, would be helping us do this. I'm glad that you said that, Sean, because I think that really just shows the, the dedication to students and the willingness to take risks to really enhance the student experience. So that is something that both of you should be commended for. Around the mid-year point, Sean came to me and said, I'd like to open this up. I'd like students to receive feedback from more than just their, their own self-critique and what could this look like. And we went through a few different permutations of having these public on YouTube, but with the idea that we wanted to respect students' privacy and to make sure that we were able to control the environment, that's how we morphed into this idea of working with another school. And Sean really shouldered the responsibilities of getting that all set up. So in terms of feedback, there's written feedback that students are engaged in, so they're right. watching the videos and then they're actually typing uh, that feedback up. Uh, can you explain a little bit in more detail, either Alexa or Sean, uh, about how that part of it works? And then I'd love to hear also uh, maybe some examples of the kinds of feedback that students are giving. Okay, so after they uh, 
go online and watch the other students' lifts. Uh, they're told they have to do four different critiques on you know, all the students. And so they go on and they watch the critiques and then we have a rubric that the kids have to follow on the rubric and they grade the kids on the rubric and then using down below we have comments where they can put stuff in. And we've emphasized to students that we want them using the academic language that's present in the rubric so that they are providing concrete feedback to students rather than just saying, oh, that was good or that was bad. The students are actually able to provide the evidence as to why the students scored what they scored and, and to provide that critique. I was most impressed with a, a student that did not have a successful lift that was receiving lower scores than some of the others, but students were providing in their feedback the reasoning why and also highlighting some of the things that were done well. The positive so stuff. It, yeah, the positive things were, were just wonderful to see and it's this accountability piece that they are writing the feedback that they want to receive. And I think that is something that should be noted really that, that comes down to the instruction from both of the, the PE teachers. Thank you. You know, I was most impressed by some of the positivity that was going on because when you get GW and South together, they're kind of rivals. Mm. And so I was really impressed that that rivalry wasn't in there. They were more or less focused on people's lift and what they were supposed to do. My favorite part has been the anecdotal feedback that I'm hearing as students are are completing this project or coming to me to for extra support. They they love it. They really love the interaction with people they haven't met yet. They don't necessarily know, but they know that they are working together to accomplish the same goal. And doing that virtually and doing that in a safe collaborative space like our Schoology group has really provided them with the environment to feel like they can be successful. And I've loved watching that happen. Right, and I really like the fact that this has really helped both schools. Strength and conditioning class is brand new. I wrote the uh, syllabi on it and so it's been adjusted a little bit but you know how it, how things advance but it was really nice to be able to see that we're both on the same page and we're both doing basically the same stuff and that we can go back and forth and help each other and I've learned just a couple of meetings with Coach Feinsilver a lot of stuff that he's done over the years that I have never even thought about doing which has helped me become a better teacher also. I've also noticed that natural calibration that's been happening as we're working with the two schools, listening to, to Sean and Steve talk about what's working in their classes and what's not and how, how can we norm this when it comes down to critiquing these, these lifts. PE is not my area of expertise by any stretch and I am learning a lot from watching the two teachers calibrate these, these lifts. I love to hear how it sounds like the collaboration that students are engaged in is mirrored by the collaboration that the teachers are engaged with right, here. Right. It sounds like such a cool model for students and how what professional engagement looks like. The two of you, Alexa and Sean, you guys have been working on this for months. What are you working on next? What's the next project? Is it a continuation of this one? What are you working on right now? I would like to see if we can continue on this one and get more schools involved, but that's a lot of work for the technology people and us. But uh, I think if uh, we all work together that we could actually do this. Uh, I would also like to see more of the district start doing this. I mean, think about English teachers and that kind of stuff, sending their uh, pre-writes to other schools and having students edit and, and bring it back to them. And so now the teachers don't have to do 
all all the work of editing and stuff. It's on the kids to do it right and, and get it done properly. So it could go back and forth through the whole district. From the short term, we are planning on continuing with three additional lifts before the end of the school year. Correct. And with that, hoping that we can increase the students' ability to to videotape themselves to provide that critique and really just enhancing that experience as we as we continue to go along. Correct. And the we are currently on our second lift. The difference between the first lift and the second lift in, in students' ability is staggering. And I'm hoping to see that growth as we continue through with the with the others. From a long-term standpoint, as John mentioned, there are so many different applications for collaboration like this. And in my role, I, I like to talk to teachers about the learning, not stopping when the bell rings or when they're in your classroom, that it can really extend beyond the classroom walls. And working with educational technology, we are focusing on this global audience and on this idea of learning is there's no end to the learning that learning can continue as long as we have access and the ability and that's something that i think we could use for every subject area for every course and it will be interesting to see how this how this continues as we move along right all right uh any uh last words that, that that's that all sounds wonderful so no, I just like to uh, keep this uh, continuing. This it's been a fantastic thing. Alexa's been fantastic. He's, she's taught me a whole bunch about what I can and cannot do in Schoology, and uh, I, I really appreciate that. And lastly, I would encourage teachers who are listening to this and thinking, "Wow, that sounds cool," to take the risk. This never would have started if Sean hadn't taken the risk and gone outside of his comfort zone. And I think that is the the best piece of advice: is don't be afraid to. To fail and and know that you have there are individuals out there who can support you and we are all we all share the same goal and that's to put our students first and put their their experience first and to really impact their their learning and I think that that starts with taking the risk and I, I applaud Sean for for having the courage to do that thank you Sean thank you so much for taking the time for uh, yeah. recording this podcast with us it's I know how hard it is to carve out time when you are a full-time teacher to, to do these kinds of uh, side projects like recording uh, the, this story, but my hope is that we can you know share this story with more people. Thank uh, you. Alexa, thank you so much also for, for the work that you're doing with Sean and, and, the, and the time today. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. All right. That's it for this episode of the DPS MyTech Digital Coach Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Stay tuned for the next episode, where we'll feature more stories of teachers at MyTech schools who are transforming instruction with technology and impacting the lives of students. If you have a story you'd like to share, let us know. You can reach me at steve underscore holtzrussell at dpsk12.org. Also, check out our DPS MyTech collaboration space in Schoology, where you can find the resources related to this podcast and for other stories we've shared of great things happening at other MyTech schools. Thanks, everybody. Until next time.